0: We are so happy you're here tuning in to Kentucky Wesleyan College Campus Ministries. In this podcast, we dive deeper into chapel topics while having real conversations.
1: Enjoy this week's recap. Welcome to the Post Chapel Podcast here at Kentucky Wesleyan College. I am usually just your producer, Wish, but Sean is out of town, so I'm taking over introduction duties. But we have three fantastic people here in the studio today uh, with the post-chapel podcast we have abby tivett we have terry petzold and we have austin mitten um, and we're going to be talking about our every life every life matters chapel that just happened yesterday at twelve twelve. and you can catch the recap of that over on our youtube page you can watch the live stream so if you haven't checked that out go ahead check it out but let's do an introduction for our facilitator for this conversation miss abby tivett go ahead
0: Hey, everyone. My name's Abby Tibbett. I am a senior here at Kentucky Wesleyan College. I'm a chemistry and biology double major, and I'm super involved on campus, but for this this, uh, podcast specifically, I'm a chapel intern, so I'm taking over for Sean, and I'll do my best to
1: act like (laughs) Sean. Go ahead, Austin.
2: Uh, This is uh, Austin Minton. I'm a senior here at Kentucky Wesleyan as well, and I'm also a chemistry and biology double major, and I
1: am the ELM president. And the wonderful Miss Terry Petzold.
3: Hi, I'm Terry Petzold. I'm the director of counseling here. I'm a licensed clinical social worker with a licensure as well as a a temporary certified drug and alcohol counselor.
1: Hey, uh, so we've really got the dream team in here. So I'm gonna let them take it away.
0: Um, So, Austin, I wanted to start off with you. And basically, I just wanted you to give us a quick little gibbet of what ELM is, um, if these people haven't listened to Chapel, and what made you want to get involved in it, especially as president?
2: So, ELM, our overall mission is to promote just suicide prevention, suicide prevention techniques, and also break the stigma of mental health as a whole. And as far as 2022, we've attempted to basically bring back our sense of companionship and collectiveness that COVID over the past couple of years has really, you know, broken from society. And as far as me getting involved as president, I felt that Elm really needed to step up and get moving on campus. And I really felt like our impact could be heard much more, more than just Elm week. We could do on-campus events and host more guest speakers and just getting our name out there basically.
0: Awesome, I agree. And we really appreciate what you're doing um Terry, I wanted to ask you about so the uh, Bible verse that Sean brought to us yesterday was Ecclesiastes 4 910 that states two are better than one because they have a good reward for their labor. For if they fall, the one will lift up his fellow, but woe to him that it's alone when he falleth, for he hath not another to help him up. Um, so the main thing that he was basically trying to get us all to understand yesterday was just that two is better than one. So I wanted to ask you what advice you would give to someone who may feel like they have
3: no one or they don't have anyone. That's a really good question, Abby. Uh, yeah, absolutely. Always have somebody. There is always somebody in your life that you can talk with. Uh, it, it might be a parent. It might be a a close friend. Um, it might be uh, a minister. Um, it might be a therapist. Um, if, if you find that, um, like, nobody's around, you could even, there's a suicide hotline that you can talk with. There's a crisis hotline you can talk with people on. Um, going to your local hospital emergency room, there's always somebody to talk to and, and, and gain help from them. Thank you so much for that.
1: So with this being Elm Week, what is one thing that you're continuously proud of? And do you have a do you have a goal when it comes to Elm Week to continue to grow it?
2: I know so far as Elm Week, I, I'm pretty happy with our turnout. We're up to almost $500 raised for the Green Bandana Project and the Owensboro Regional Suicide Prevention Coalition. Uh, in the future for Elm Week, as far as planning, we are trying to get it done as quick as possible as far as making sure we have a guest speaker put in place uh any other goals that you would think?
3: Um, yeah, and I think the the Green Bandana Project, that's a new uh, project that's being put out by our um, um, Student advisor Athletic Advisory Committee. Um, what the Green Bandana Project is, is um, like uh, Wiley said yesterday, um, so many times people um, who do have um, a challenge or are in crisis, um, y- you can't tell, but if you have a broken leg or a broken foot, you know, and there's some type of brace on you, people can come up and ask you hey how you doing and what happened et cetera? and so we need to realize as Austin said a little bit earlier that um, you know we've been through a time where we've been hidden um, two years of being isolated things like that uh, even the masks um, isolate us um, one faculty member mentioned to me that I didn't realize what a student um, face looked like until she took her mask off and I saw how sad she was you know so we, there's been a lot of hiddenness and so what the Green Bandana Project is going to do is uh, bring to life uh, students on campus who, if, uh, you know, if you have an issue and want to talk to somebody, you can go ahead and see that green bandana that's attached to their um, backpack and know that they're a safe person to talk with. And these students are going to also um, talk to other people about, um, about mental health and, as Austin said, um, decrease that stigma and raise awareness that there are people on campus that can that can be of help and service i love that i just love that green
0: bandana project so much um also we were talking about yesterday in chapel just like like i said two is better than one so another word for that could be community um what are some ways asking both of you all that uh people can build community like in your mind like because community looks different for everyone
2: that's a really It's a deep question Uh <laughs> As far as on campus, I think it's really easy as far as community just to get involved in, I guess, your your social group, like where you think fit, where you think you fit. And there's so many ways on campus to get involved. Like we have a new Disney club now. We have a Harry Potter club. We have Elm. We have Pre-Professional. Like just getting involved with like-minded people and also those people around you that you can tell just, you know, release those positive vibes that you can be yourself so you can – open up.
3: Yeah and, and e- even if you're not involved in an organization uh, there are plenty of events on campus. I mean we have bingo, we have, I mean there's just so many things that go on. Um, we put out the Stall Street Journal uh, every week that shows campus activities and uh, you don't have to be a member of the organization just to come and see what it's like and um, it's, it goes on throughout the whole day. So, just getting out there and, and, and talking with uh, people or being around people, uh, taking advantage of those opportunities, because there is a lot on campus.
0: I agree with that 100%. What would you say uh, to kind of counteract that? It's would say campus life is great. What if home life's not? Maybe some advice for building community or ways people to reach out to, ways to build community. Um, if
3: home life's not great, but campus life is, maybe? Mm-hmm. Does that make sense? Yeah, that makes sense. <laughs> well, you know, obviously, peer to peer is always the best relationship that you know, and people will reach out, you know, better to their their teammate or uh, someone on campus that's maybe in their classroom or, you know, their dorm um, mate or. Uh, just somebody who uh, they can associate with so absolutely just reach out to to your friends um, and hopefully the friends on c- campus know that campus um, counseling is available and of course campus ministries are, are available as a resource to these students as well if they don't reach out to us themselves um, also you know coaches um, are, are people that they can reach out to faculty members you know any adult on campus campus is, is willing to talk to a, a student um, and and guide them in a direction that can be of more help to them. Some, sometimes if students are just allowed to talk to somebody, um, that gives them that, that release and um, the ability to kind of put th- some things in perspective. Do you have anything else, son, or you could just want to echo
0: yeah.
2: that? Uh, I mean, I kind of I second that. I mean, I believe that, like you said, two is better than one. Uh, You really only need one other individual to start with to really, you know, get the word out and just express yourself.
1: Uh, So one of the events you guys had during Elm League was QPR training or hosted. Um, I took that training last year, and it was fantastic. Um, I just learned so much from it. Um, The story that really got me was um, she said during the training that, um, there was a time like there's a guy who was about to commit suicide and he was like if just one person came and like talked to me, that was the one thing. I was like and that was the thing that happened. It's just if one person came and approached me, I would just I would not do it. And it was, it was like right before. And he was just like, Okay. I, and I I was just like that's really impactful, because you just never know what someone's going through and you could just be that one person that just checks in on them like, Hey, are you okay? Just the a, a simple that can really save someone's life. And I, I just never thought of it like that. I, like, I really didn't like picture it like that. So it, it really opened my eyes to being that person because it weighs on my heart now when I see, because like, now that I've taken the training and now that I am a gatekeeper, to see stuff like that and not be just the first or even just a person to ask, even if they are getting a million asks, like I'll also be there just, just to throw that in. Mm-hmm. Um, but do you guys want to talk more about QPR training and different trainings you have access to on campus?
2: Uh, So starting with QPR, uh, QPR stands for Question and Persuade and Refer. And essentially, when people go through that training, they're provided with the skill set to question an individual about suicide and then persuade them to get the help they need while also referring them to that help. And I believe it's a really good training because, you know, you don't realize how hard it is until they get to the part where they say, well, we're going to practice. So you think it's really easy going through the slides and they tell you, you know what to look for, the cues and everything. And then you're like, well, ask ask the person beside you. You know, do do this QPR on the person beside you. And you're like, this is actually really hard. So it's it's really hard to get that question out there. Like, are you thinking about this? And as far as the QPR training after that, you are, like you said, you're a gatekeeper. You get that digital certificate. Uh, other trainings, we've had mental health first aid, I believe, and you might a little bit more but it's been a couple of years since i've been through that mm-hmm. but yeah, yeah mental all health real.
3: first day training um is uh, an all-day training actually um and that we have had uh, students and faculty and staff and coaches uh, several on our campus have already been trained over 200 have been trained qpr and um <laughs> it, it's a training that that teaches uh, individuals how to help uh, students who are uh, just people at large, um, not just students, but anybody in their life, how to help a person who is in crisis. And it, it goes ahead and talks about different mental health diagnoses, signs and symptoms to, um, to look for. And it's it's a really good training. Uh, as I said, it is eight hour training. We offer it here on campus uh, periodically. All of our student leaders are trained uh, in mental health first aid, and once again, you get a, a certificate which is good for, for three years. And I believe it's it's a, a very much uh, one of the the most protective factors that we have on campus. Um, where we teaches people how to um, ask students uh, or just people in general, you know, how they're doing. And, um, you know, just get the conversation going. That's the big thing is getting that conversation going. Um, and as Austin said, if somebody, you might feel that somebody might be thinking of suicide, how to ask that question um, and um, allow that person to just have the ability to release and, and, and to say, yeah, you know, I, I am having, having these thoughts. And then um, knowing what to do uh, with the next steps.
0: I think listening to you all say that and just, like, knowing what Sean was saying yesterday about, like, like asking if you can pray for them or asking if, like, asking a serious question or as hard as just, like, have you thought about suicide? Like, so from the other end, um, maybe not the person experiencing the, the thoughts— like maybe some encouragement or words of advice for like how to do that because i know like for me personally when i just like i said when i think about it i'm like that is so awkward and like how do you know that you're not gonna upset the other person more um or like something along those lines says you guys get what i'm saying
2: <laughs> yeah so they do mention during the training that it's it's better to ask than to just you know abstain and just like step back from it you, never, you don't know the impact that you can have on somebody by simply asking until you actually do it. So just making sure that if you have any of those thoughts that don't hold back, make sure to ask the question.
3: Yeah. So, as a therapist, you know, even therapists, um, it's hard for therapists to ask the question. Um, and the the longer you're in therapy, the, the easier it is. So, you know, we get it. it, it that is a hard question. And uh, you know, my advice is that um, uh, you know, ask the question. Uh, people will say, "Well, um, I'm afraid that if if I ask the question, they're going to be mad at me." Um, and My advice is I would rather have a friend who's angry at me than have a, a friend that dies. So, I mean, that's, life is in the balance. So if a person, if you ask a question and a person says, you know, it it has no thoughts, they'll just say, oh, no, 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 you know, nothing like that kind of thing. Um, But the people who are having thoughts, um, they are very willing to to be open about that and, and share with you, so...
0: So it's almost like they're like, please ask me that question, pretty Mm -hmm. much. They're just looking for that outlet.
3: Yeah, absolutely. Just like Wish said, you know, that one person, uh, and that was Kevin Hines' story. You know, if that one person would have just said to him when he was on the Golden Gate Bridge, you know, "Um, hey, you know, um, how are you doing? Or, you know, is is there anything I can do for you? Or, you know, just start a conversation. You know, he said, I I would not have, have tried to jump and uh, but nobody did that so as wish you said you know it just you just don't know what you know that you know eye contact that high um, just just even on a daily basis you know as you're going to classes as you're going through campus um if you're on the walmart parking lot or kroger parking lot catches touching somebody's eye and just saying hi you know and, and smiling at them um, you may be the only person that corresponds with them that day so you just never know yeah and that, i think that's something
1: at least i will know you can't see me and and a lot of people who listen to this don't know me but I'm always talking to people a hundred percent of the time and my friends are like it seems like you just know everyone I was like I have no (laughs) idea who that person was but I said hello I was like it it was like we kind of made eye contact because I was like I said hello Mm -hmm. and I think if everyone had that mindset like even if we didn't know each other and also Kentucky Wesleyan College is an extremely small school so it's kind of hard to be like I've never seen that person before, so you might as well just say hello and get a little hello in your in your classes. There's people in my classes that I um, that I've had every single year that we've never spoken more than just hey, like like or excuse me while I'm walking to my chair. Mm-hmm. But uh, that was what I did this year is I was like we've had a class every single year together, every single semester we've had one course together. So hi, how are you doing? What's your day look like today? Like just engage in a conversation. It was extremely awkward for them, but now when he sees me he, now he says hi to me so we're we're making progress we're building friendships
0: that's, that's what I feel like it's really all about honestly mm-hmm. like at the
1: end of the day absolutely um Abby I have a question for you as a student who's been able to see um like be happening uh, as a student what was one event that really has impacted you um
0: this year or just in general just in general um just in general, I would have to say, I think it was my freshman year, Terry, I'll have to, mm-hmm. yes. that we brought Kevin Hines in. Yes. Um, when when someone, it was you actually, who just mentioned Kevin Hines, I went back on my notes where I have uh, on my phone from April 2nd, 2019, that I took notes the whole time he was talking, and I still have them in there because it was so powerful. Mm-hmm. Um, like, powerful was still an understand statement, honestly. And just like to to give you all just a little bit, like, just I'm just looking at it and, like, like, he, may, he made comments such as, like, where you may feel broken, but you're just cracked. Um, my thoughts do not have to become my actions. I think that's super important. Mm-hmm. Like, it's completely okay and, honestly, completely normal at this point to have thoughts like that. But that doesn't mean you need to act on them. That's when you do what Austin and Terry are saying, where um, you reach out to someone, even if it's not maybe a licensed professional, and they will get you to someone who uh, needs to be there. Mm-hmm. Um fight the pain to thrive today was something he kept saying like like you were saying uh he made he said that basically right whenever he jumped off the bridge immediately he knew that he made the biggest mistake of his life um his brain had tricked him into thinking that that's what was supposed to happen but it wasn't it was a just like a a sickness Um, and he knew he made that mistake and then so from this point forward He was going to continue to fight the pain to thrive today. And then he left that that speech that day or that uplifting encouragement, whatever you want to call it, because it was awesome. Um, Every day we awaken is a good day to be alive. Today right now is a gift, and that's why we call it the present. And, like, I know that's kind of goofy to me, but but it literally, like, that was a pun, and, like, I love a pun if you know me. Um, It's just, I just think it's so true. Like, and I think it's something that we all – take for granted until like we don't have it anymore whether that's someone in our lives maybe or us ourselves like you just don't realize how just life (laughs) I don't even know if what I'm saying is making sense but it just like (laughs)
3: yeah it it is um you know when people realize that you know every day is a gift that we have the gift of life in us god's gift his breath in us and that is a gift and every day we should be thinking of you know okay so what is what is his will what is his purpose for our life because everybody has one Um, everybody has one um i like to say this you know think of the year you were born now back it up a hundred years so let's say you're born 2000 you know why weren't you born in 1900 you know and now now you know scoot it out about a hundred years you know so why weren't you born in the year 2100 Well, you weren't born in those years because you were created for God's purpose today, for right now, for for this moment. And so, um, you know, the thing is, we all have to find what that purpose is and define what that is for our life. We don't, you know, I'm not going to be an Abbey Tivitt. You know, I'm not going to be a wish reader, you know, an Austin Mint. I'm going to be a Terry Petzl, and I'm going to do what God's called me to do. And so I would encourage anybody listening to this podcast to go ahead and realize that you are here for a purpose for this particular time and try and figure out what that is. If you need help with that, you know, talk to a minister, Uh, Sean here on campus, Campus Ministries, um, you know, talk to to him, talk to a friend, I mean, anybody, um, as college students, you know, you you have four years, you know, and we say, you know, well, um, you you need to, you find, what's what's Wesleyan's motto um, that... Um, your oh, find, yourself. find yourself right? Okay. Well, part part of finding yourself, okay, is is finding what your uh, what your God-given gift is, and um, you know, I encourage everybody to do that. Take take baby steps forward. We have a lifetime to do it.
2: Yeah, I mean, when I talked with Sean last Friday, and we were mentioning, you know, the two for one, he was saying that you know you're never alone, and he's always there to listen. God's always there to listen. So, you know, even though we've been isolated over the past, you know, two, two and a half years, whatever you want to call it, uh, He's always there to talk to, regardless of whether you've got somebody around you. So anyone listening to this, just know that you're never alone. If you can't find somebody, I mean, He's always there.
3: My favorite song is, My God is Still the Same. And, and, you know, if you would just pull up that on, you know, on the, uh, on the Internet and just read through those words, um, listen to it on the podcast or on the I'm sorry, on the Internet. Um, it's so encouraging that, you know, he, he doesn't move. He is always the same. He is always there with you. And it doesn't matter if you're having the best day ever or if, if you just feel like um, it, there's nothing left to you. Um, there is always something there. And um, God is there. He is always with you, no matter how far you feel you've drifted.
1: Well, we're going to wrap this all up, because those were great final statements. Wow, it was such a pleasure to be in the room with all all three of you guys, because you guys are all... Continuing inspiring because not only are is Austin and Abby leaders on campus, uh, and we're unfortunately losing them because they're seniors. But uh, just to be here with Terry Petzold, she's literally a walking wisdom. Sometimes I'm like, "Hey, Miss Terry," and she's like, "Hey, how?" Like literally just dropping wisdom and and filling everyone up with uh, care and comfort. Walking <laughs> wisdom. Like, like every time I'm like, oh, "Oh, Terry, we were just saying hello, and now I'm in tears, walking away from you." <laughs>
3: <laughs> Don't tell I people I make him cry. No, always
1: happy tears. Always happy tears. Uh, Thank but you. It's just always like such an honor to be in the room with them. So um, if you need to get in contact with, I know, Abby Tivitt or Austin, if you want to talk about anything, you can find them on KWC's something. So you can definitely find um, all of Campus Ministries on the KWC website. Uh, Go to kwc.edu and go to the Campus Ministries tabs, and you can find all of us there, Um, and you can also find Terry Petzold on the KWC website, um, kwc.edu, and then hit student student services and then counseling. No, you just
3: have to type in counseling, and it's the first link
1: uh, that comes up. There you go. First link up. Uh, so definitely get in contact with these resources, and if you need any mental health resources, feel free to contact um, anybody you need to. Um, especially Terry Petzold, she has tons, and there's tons of students now who have access to mental health resources here in Owensboro. Um, but there's also suicide hotlines. There's also there's so many things in Owensboro um, that we're so grateful for to get into contact.
3: Can we give the the suicide hotline number? Oh, a hundred percent. Okay, that number is one eight hundred. 273 8255. I'm gonna say it again. Yep. Okay. 1 eight hundred, two seven three. 273 8255. There you go. So go ahead, put that in your
1: phone, put in a little contacts, and then be able to use that at your own disposal and be able to share it out to somebody. That's a challenge for the podcast listeners. Go ahead and give that number to someone else so they also have access to that information. Um, But I want to thank you guys for coming out, and I want to thank you guys for all the things you do on campus. Um, You just have no idea how much, just the one thing, like even, even getting their little lemonade that they know that their life matters. So... I just really appreciate that. We appreciate you letting us be on this podcast. Thank you so much. much. Oh oh my gosh! So we're gonna (laughs) stop it. We're gonna end in a prayer, and then I'm gonna end it at Amen. But. There we go. Heavenly Father, thank you so much for bringing us together, Lord. You truly have a purpose and plan for our life, and every day we wake up here, Lord, is a gift, and I want to continue to not only live out the gift and purpose you have for my life, but I hope everyone listening to this, that the people in this room feel that they can go out and live the purpose and plan you have on their life and on their heart, Lord. Uh, Just thank you so much for your uh, creations, Lord. Thank you for the sunshine. Thank you for the trees. Thank you for the grass. Thank you for the mosquitoes, even if they bite. Lord, they they're still all a part of your plan and their creation. And I'm grateful for every day that I get to be in view of that. And, Lord, I just hope that you can press on somebody's heart to know that you are there for them, that you put your children on this earth to make sure we were never alone, Lord. And I hope someone recognizes that today. In your name we pray. Amen. Amen.